Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of the book of Acts with the recording in Scripture of the aftermath of Peter's first sermon on the day of Pentecost. Following Peter's sermon, the people were pierced to the heart and asked, What shall we do? Please follow along with Pastor Harris as he recounts Peter's reply in today's slice of this week's message entitled, Be Saved. Luke seamlessly tells us that this new group of people immediately began to live out the commitment that they made on that day. Verse 42 says, They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Who is they? 3,000 who were radically transformed. They were continually devoting themselves. There's a combination of, the, of a, a verb and a participle there that means they were relentlessly tenacious about their new life in Christ and with one another. They were tenacious about the apostles' teaching. They didn't have a complete Bible yet. They didn't have a New Testament. The apostles' teachings are eventually codified in the rest of the New Testament, Romans through uh, Revelation, but they didn't have those, so they hung on every word they could get from the mouths of the twelve who had been with Jesus all that time and who were, by the ministry of the Holy Spirit, being given remembrance of all the things that they had been taught, and they were receiving new revelation. They were likewise relentlessly tenacious about their fellowship. This was a new spiritual partnership of believers that stimulated each other toward holiness and toward faithfulness. It includes encouragement and comfort and exhortation and bearing one another's burdens and the simple joy of friendship among those with like-mindedness sharing eternal life. And they continued steadfastly in the breaking of bread Uh, That phrase in this verse refers to the Lord's table or communion. It says literally in the Greek, the breaking of bread, which denotes a specific breaking of bread that they had in mind that they would have learned from, well, the apostles' teaching. Um, We're going to see that used a different way in a moment. And it says, and they continued steadfastly to devoted to prayer, more accurately rendered, and the Legacy Standard says this, and to the prayers. It describes specific times that they set aside for prayers. And remember, they were devout Jews. They were devout enough that they had made a trek to Jerusalem for the Feast of Pentecost. So these were people that were already serious about their their faith, and now they had repented and put that faith in Christ, but they would have already had the habit of coming and praying at specific times. So that continued. So they had God's Word plus Fellowship plus the Lord's table plus prayers, those are genuine evidences of genuine conversion following repent and be saved. That was a compelling question. What should we do? Compelling answer, repent. Compelling answer number two, be saved. Colossal response, 3,000 were saved that day and were baptized, changed lives, and that leads to their corporate testimony. Can you imagine 
what this did to the city of Jerusalem? Jerusalem at feasts like Pentecost and, uh, and, and Passover and the Feast of Lights, Jerusalem would swell to many times its normal population. There were huge crowds there. And look at verses 43 through 35. What an impact they had. It says, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. Literally, fear came upon everyone, the appropriate reverence for God. They kept feeling a sense of awe. And many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Now, we're not told about what the many signs and wonders were. It refers to miracles. They're called in 2 Corinthians 12, signs of an apostle. Maybe for the people who weren't there, who didn't hear the mighty, the sound of the mighty rushing wind, who didn't see the ball of fire, who didn't hear the different languages, maybe in the next days or so, similar miracles were performed. We don't know. We're going to see in the next chapter the apostles performing a healing, and that's going to be another reason for more um, evangelism. But they're going to see more and more of that, not only in the next chapter, but as we go on through the coming chapters. And this group was totally committed to one another. I like that description. They were together and had all things in common. They looked out for each other. Remember, most of them were far from home. We don't know how long they may have stayed in Jerusalem before they went home, but this, the description here means they shared generously with each other. It does not mean that they became a commune. It does not mean that everyone liquidated their wealth and put it into a common pool. It does mean that, and notice the qualifying phrase there, as anyone might have need others stepped up to meet the need. And that led to, finally, continuing evangelism. These final two verses are here to let us know that this was just the beginning of something that continued with tremendous power, spectacular impact. Acts 2, 46 and 47. Day by day, so this wasn't a one-time thing, day by day, continuing with one another in the temple. Now, that's not a surprise. It's the only place in Jerusalem at that time you could get a crowd that big together. And Jesus had said, this is my father's house. Oh, can you imagine how that rankled the Pharisees and the Sadducees when these hundreds and thousands of people kept coming to the temple every day? What a testimony. So they continued with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. And that time when it says breaking bread, it doesn't say the breaking of bread, referring to the Lord's table. They ate together. They, they, just, they just shared. Um, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. They just lived their lives out in the open. And remember, uh, a lot of them far from home, I imagine, those who lived around Jerusalem did a lot of entertaining those days. And what Jesus had said just before the cross, the night before He went to the cross, was now being powerfully fulfilled. 
It was that same night that he said, um, remember me with this bread, remember me with this cup, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. He also said these words after he had washed their feet. Remember this in John 13, 34 and 35? A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Oh, was that put on display right after that sermon on that day of Pentecost. And you know what? It's still on display. We are those who were far off Gentiles on another continent in another millennium. Two millennia in between. And here we are, worshiping the same God, believing and preaching the same gospel, standing in the same grace, empowered by the same Holy Spirit. And we need to live out the reality of our salvation in Christ. Now, it can't be exactly the same. We don't have, you know, several times a year, gatherings of thousands of people from, from out of town. What we do here on Sunday morning is the, the tip of the iceberg. Now, we do have a temple only about a mile from here, but well, we're not really welcome there, and we can't go there and uh, do what we do. But we can be steadfastly continuing, making it our number one priority that we come around the Apostles' Doctrine, that, that we proclaim the Word, we do exposition of God's Word, just like Peter did on that day, and we study and we learn and we grow, that we have fellowship. Did you notice all those announcements that we made beforehand? We have, a, we have a gathering after church. We have gatherings in homes. We have Sunday school. We have young people's gatherings. We're committed to each other. We're, we're family. When I came to Christ, it caused a rift in my family. Oh, but I had a much better family. The Lord's table, we'll keep doing that until He comes. We do it regularly, tenaciously. The prayers praying for each other. We do a prayer guide every week. We send it out by email. We print it here. We pray every time we get together. This is the best evangelistic plan of all time. Bearing one another's burdens, sharing. They see that we love each other. They know that we love Christ. So let's pray. Oh, Father, thank You for recording this this is the beginning of our history, the history of the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ after He was raised from the dead and ascended again at Your right hand. Oh, we yearn for Him to come. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. May Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven as we seek to be faithful to You and what You would have for us. Please, our Father, don't let anyone leave here today not being part of this wonderful spiritual entity, the body of Christ, through faith in the one and only Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. Put the message of the gospel in our hearts. Make us ready to share it, we pray, and then give us opportunities, we pray, even this week. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.